the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. In the New York Times op-ed section. Yesterday, retired U.S. Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens penned an op-ed about gun control. In it, the 97-year-old was one of four unsuccessful dissenters in the, um, in the 2008 District of Columbia versus Heller, in which the Supreme Court determined Second Amendment does, in fact, guarantee a citizen's right to possess firearms for his self-defense. He says we should abolish the Second Amendment. He was appointed by Richard Nixon. Stevens started his career as a Republican, but he quickly led the liberal wing of the Supreme Court, which has been, uh, you know, uh, he's just left a legacy of uh, progressive causes uh, in his in his wake. The media has described him as a conservative, but that's a falsehood. He opposed the District of Columbia versus Heller, which said, you have a right to defend yourself. In the New York Times op-ed, Justice Stevens describes the Second Amendment, which states that a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. He says that's just an old relic of the 18th century. I love this. Your rights are given to you by a higher being. Your rights are not given to you by God. Your right to life, liberty, and property. That's what it was originally. Until Jefferson and others tried to stop the slave trade, they changed property to pursuit of happiness. Did you mean that they're not given to you by government? You said not given to you by God. Oh, yeah, sorry. Not given to you by government. They're given to you by God. So how is it that these rights change? Have humans changed? Do we not need the right for self-protection? Have governments become so good that they're all ruled by better angels? Now they're, they're, no, they'll never kill anybody. They'll never oppress anyone. They'll never go wrong. It is incredible to me that at the time we trust our government, the least in, at least in my lifetime, we are saying, hey, let's get rid of the guns. At the same time, last time, half the, poli- uh, half the uh, population thought that Obama could go and become a dictator. Now, the other half believes this guy could become a dictator. And we're actually talking about getting rid of guns? He celebrated the high school renegades supposedly at the helm of the impressively in, in, impressively funded March for Our Lives. I don't know how these kids did it. It was really, <laughs> George Soros, really amazing. Stevens claims that the high school protesters, quote, reveal the broad public support for legislation to minimize the risk of mass killings of school children and others in our society. The high school students, Justice Stevens writes, should demand a repeal of the Second Amendment. Good. Let's have that debate. If that's what they want, and it clearly is what they want, then stop hiding behind common sense gun control. Demand the repeal of the Second Amendment. But quite honestly, all they seem to be doing is demanding things. The narrative is becoming familiar. 
a ragtag band of high schoolers leading a revolution to go against the gun-toting boogeyman. These kids are too young to see the irony in it. They don't realize that the real boogeyman are the ones telling them what to do and what to say. It's Wednesday, March 28th. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I want to clarify that a little bit. I believe, like David Ogg, I, I believe he's not being told what to say. Maybe told how to say it. But these kids do believe this stuff. But as, as cameras that went out into the crowd found, nobody knows what they're even talking about. Of course not. If we could have an intellectual discussion... No name-calling, but an intellectual discussion, we'd be able to find that out. If CNN would decide to ask them and press them for a little more details, wait a minute, let's clear up that fact, because that's not exactly true, then we would, we would be able to move forward. You know, look, I have, I have long said, if somebody comes up with a better system, I'm in. You come up with something that is better than the Declaration of Independence and the, uh, the Constitution of the United States with the Bill of Rights. If you can come up with something better, I'm in. I'm in. I don't care. I am not loyal to this because, well, it's what I grew up with. I don't care. This is the best system ever devised by man to protect rights. Now, we haven't used it in a long time. It's been used against people over and over again. But I echo the words of Martin Luther King. America, live up to the words that you wrote down on piece of paper. Just do that. Just live those words and we'll be fine. But I am so tired of hearing people say, oh, no, I'm not trying to take your guns away. Really? Then why is there legislation being being uh, offered now? 21 co-signers, the last I checked in congress to uh to regulate bullets because bullets aren't in the second amendment bullets aren't protected you can infringe on bullets one of the one of the congressmen it may have been uh it may have been debbie wasserman schultz said that she would like to see bullets be five thousand dollars each well, that was the uh, sort of the joke about it. Like Chris Rock did a routine about this a long time ago, which I think is what you're referring to, right? Where they had... I'm not sure. I, I, I yeah. know I read that yesterday in a story about Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Yeah, and so that... But it's a similar thing. What they're trying to do is increase the the difficulty to acquiring a bullet. They're going to cut, increase the cost. They're going to put on all sorts of background checks on it. They're going to make... They call it a gaping loophole that you can go buy bullets without a background check. Right. Now... You know, this has, of course, been a long-term goal of the uh, anti-Second Amendment crew, which is trying to make, if they can't get guns off, because there's, as they point out, there's no, there's a right to bear arms, yeah, whatever, but there's no right to bear bullets. Ammunition sales should be subject to the same legal requirements as firearm sales, and that includes instant background checks. Closing this ridiculous loophole is a common-sense component of comprehensive strategy to reduce gun violence. Okay. You would have some credibility if you weren't also talking about, you know, you can't repeal the Second Amendment and bullets aren't in the Second Amendment. So 
<laughs> you're exposing yourself as someone who's saying, I'm just going to use this loophole to choke the Second Amendment to death. And I just want to have an open look. If you're a socialist, if you're a Marxist, if you're an atheist, if you want to repeal the Second Amendment, I don't care. I'm not your enemy. I don't mind talking about it. Let's talk about it. If your ideas are better, then convince me. But that's not what's happening. Nobody wants to have that conversation. Nobody will come out and tell the truth. Just tell the truth. You think guns are evil and bad. You think that people shouldn't be trusted with guns, whatever it is. You'd think that the Second Amendment is old dusty and it has no place in America. Then make the case and let's have that conversation. Right. As you as you point out, if you want to change this country, you can change this country. However, there is a process that's involved. And that's why I prefer the Justice Stevens argument. Come at it honestly. Yep. Come out and say, you know what? No more Second Amendment. Me too. I mean, and it's not, you know, Chris Cuomo was on TV today with Rick Santorum. Um, and send and Santorum said, you know, people want to overturn the Second Amendment. And Chris Cuomo said, no one's going after the Second Amendment. As appropriate, uh, he pointed out, uh, Santorum pointed out, uh, Justice Stevens is. And for whatever reason, Chris Cuomo was in complete denial over that. No, no, he's not. Yeah, he, he is. is. No, if he thought that the Second Amendment could be overturned, he'd be all for it. He'd be for it. But. But people understand you're never going to get rid of the Second Amendment. Actually, Stevens' argument is it's the fastest way to do this. It's not even about, like, and Cuomo's defense is, well, he's not saying uh, he doesn't want any guns. He's just saying the best way to get these new gun laws is to overturn the Second Amendment because it's the fastest way. The fastest way? It's, I mean, it's the only legal way to do it. And that's a good thing. At least people are thinking that way. Uh, but he's not the only one. I mean, Brett Stevens. I guess all Stevens are against the Second Amendment. But Brett Stevens, who's the uh, who's a you know a, a conservative leaning uh, columnist for the New York Times, came out and said the same thing: repeal it. And you know what? If you want the things you want, if you want to do bullet control, if you want to do assault weapons bans, if you want to change the age from eighteen to twenty-one, well, you better get in there and start repealing, because there, as you pointed out. It shall not be infringed. It's like the most, how could they, let's put it this way. Let's say the founders did want a vision of the Second Amendment that conservatives like. How else could they have done it better? What combination of words could they have come up with that was better than shall not be infringed? They could have taken out a well-regulated militia. But that's not what this argument is. And the well, the well-regulated militia was completely common parlance at the time. No, at the as t- has been pointed out, and your book, Control, right. and if many you, others. I understand that. That is the way it was understood. That means the populace. That means the average person. Yep. Okay, but that's not the way they do it now. They should have been mind readers and 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 bigger visionaries than even they were, and saw and thought, you know what, geez. And I say this throughout the Constitution. I contend that everything after the Tenth Amendment, with an exception of taxes and you know when the president dies and uh, prohibition, everything after the Tenth Amendment is oh, geez, really. You need us to spell this out. <laughs> no, you 
all men are cre- that includes black people all <laughs> men are created equal the next one oh crap I, really i have to say this if they're men they have a right to vote oh jeez do i really need to say this all men are created equal. That includes women, you dopes. <laughs> I mean, I swear to you, that's what everything after the Tenth Amendment is, unless it's a progressive distortion of our of our freedom and our Constitution. It's just, man, you people are so stupid that you couldn't read this. You couldn't take what they said. All men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Why did we change it to pursuit of happiness? So we could end slavery. Why did we have a three-fifths person? So we could end slavery. Hello. I, I, I just I wish the amendments could talk because everything after the 10th would be screaming at us. You're so stupid. <laughs> it's an insulting document. It really, really is. It is. I, I, you know, but I look at what they're trying to do. Uh, and at the same time, we have important people in the movement, people who attend important marches uh, to for gun safety and mm. gun control. People like uh, Reverend Al Sharpton's half brother. Oh. Mm. Now, he had an interesting day because uh-huh. day one, it was a, kind of a, a two-day period here. Day one was anti-gun march. Right. He marched. Day two, he went out for a ride with uh, Brunea Jennings, uh-huh. who's 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no, sorry. Well, kind of went for a ride up next to, I should say, Brunea Jennings, who was 23 years old until the person in the car with Reverend Al Sharpton's half-brother shot her. Mm. Uh, and uh, and she is now, both of them are now under arrest in involvement in a murder. Why? When Al Sharpton's brother was probably just in the car just to say, hey, you shouldn't have a gun. You shouldn't <laughs> have a gun. It does not seem to be his Maybe he here. was saying, my gosh, you got to get rid of that gun because that gun's going to make you do something stupid because they just go off. <laughs> Maybe that's what was happening. I don't think so. Maybe he was just there to prove that guns mm. just go off and kill people, but people don't kill people. Well, it's interesting because uh, he was protesting uh, the Trayvon Martin shooting as well. Mm. Uh, he's been protesting with her, mm. the one who actually pulled the trigger, the woman who pulled the trigger, and he, he were in the car. They've also protested multiple times against guns, and mm. now they've used a gun in a murder allegedly but i but again we should always listen to people like al sharp well you know who we, we also should listen to michael bloomberg chris and, cuomo uh, uh, well i don't know about chris cuomo oh, okay. but mike bloomberg and chuck schumer who if the press would actually do their homework would um would 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 find out that i'm pretty sure they both have a concealed carry permit what uh-huh no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that because they're no, anti-gun. No, I'm no, no, no. Need no, that. they're different. Chuck Schumer concealed carry for something else. No. Is, it, is it just okay Mm-mm. to hide things they're carrying? No, Chuck Schumer and Michael Bloomberg, mm. I believe, have a concealed carry permit in New York City, which is almost mm. impossible. Oh yeah, yeah. Unless you're really well connected, or a mayor, or a senator, or a billionaire, then you apparently can get one uh, because you know your life is different. You have threats against your life. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.